All right. Let's get this out of the way first. The thoughts, views, and opinions expressed on Tailboard Talks Firefighter Podcast are solely those of the speakers, guests, and host, and do not in any way represent the thoughts or views or opinions of any other employer, partnership, or sponsor. The material and information in this podcast is for general information purposes only and should be used at the listener's discretion. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Tailboard Talks Podcast. My name is Chris, your host from Fourth Shift Firefighter, and welcome Maybe be not the first person to welcome you to 2024. Wonderful time of year, dark and gloomy outside, not a lot of snow yet. But on the positive side, inspections are done, uh, evals are wrapped up, shift transfers are happening. What else? All the other stuff. PS tracks is an all-time low, as well as target safety. And we're just kind of moving forward. We're going to have a good time. And like I said on social media the other day, let's light this dumpster. And not in a negative way. I'm just saying there's going to be dumpster fires. Let's try to enjoy them. Wear your PPE. They don't have to be yours. They don't have to be catastrophic, but it's going to happen. So we might as well have fun, right? Looking forward in 2024, okay, this is a very popular time for New Year's resolutions. This is not going to be the typical New Year's resolution talk, talking about SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, like the specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time measured. Thank you very much for remembering that. But this is going to be a conversation about goals, kind of. And how to approach them in the new year in a way you may not have approached them before and maybe not necessarily in the new year either because that is kind of a flawed thing. It's a useful thing for some people, but flawed for a majority of us. I'm going to tell you why. Um, But first, your answers. I asked the other day on Instagram what you want to do or what advice you're going to give yourself in 2024. And here's what you had to say. Here's a couple of them. Uh, First one was be in the present and just relax. Great. Easier said than done. Good luck on it. Let me know how it goes. Uh, Being in the present is something that I've been, especially since kids, right, working on doing too. Kind of growing, not tired and sick and tired of social media, but definitely realizing the time suck that it is. And so I'm really trying to this year double down on the podcast and uh, doing other things that don't involve social media as much, but getting back to like real connections with people, genuine connections, getting out to departments conferences, writing more, doing stuff that I don't have to have my phone in my hand for necessarily, right? So that's a great one. I'm down with it. Next one is cut the things from my life that bring no joy to self or others. I'd like to include people into that too, cut those people out. But yeah, that's a great one to do as you approach the new year and we're through the new year. Uh, Next one, give myself less advice. So your advice is to give yourself less advice, which I fully appreciate. You say you're the king of overthinking. Well, my man, that's probably not going to change. Now you're just going to think about how much advice you should be giving yourself. But I applaud your direction regardless. Uh, show up on the hard days. They matter. But give yourself grace. Fantastic. We're in this thing for the long haul. It is definitely a marathon, not a sprint. So yeah, show up. You're going to have hard days and you're going to have hard calls and hard everything. Stuff is hard. You'll get there. You'll make it. You're right. Give yourself grace, but show up. And here's the last one. And this one's going to kind of leapfrog us into the talk of today is leave the past in the past and continue the healthy habits. That is a great one because that is extremely difficult for myself and some people to do because we set the New Year's resolutions, right? And we have this goal of going towards something, which I talked about in the last episode, always a better tactic to run towards something than run away from something else. But you need those negative somethings. I'm going to get into this in a second. You need a very specific negative that you are trying to get away from 
and chasing something as the, as the opposite of that. And that, that was kind of jumbled. We'll get into it here, okay? Now, I don't necessarily fall into the New Year's resolution thing. I don't set them. Um, I applaud people who do, who do, but they've been, in my mind, they become become kind of like throwaways. Like, yeah, I'm going to do this thing because it's this time of year. Uh, it's a good time to do it. If it's a, a gym membership or something like that, it's probably cheaper. There's a deal. So you take advantage of the deal, right? But it's not like rooted in much besides the time of year it is. Maybe there's some desire to change, but we'll address that in a second. So I started thinking like, well, why is, why is, why do we tie so much weight to the new year, right? Why don't we just do things throughout the year that make us better or that we want to change? And that's because this is where I went and did a little bit of quote unquote research, AKA just looking at stuff a little bit. And I saw this term called a temporal landmark. And it's exactly what it sounds like in terms of like a physical landmark, like a geographical landmark. It's just a point. It's a place. And a temporal landmark is just a place in time. And that's the place in time that you decide to start something or to change behaviors from like not so great to what they call more virtuous behaviors in the future. And so the cool thing about these temporal landmarks is that yes, New Year's is the big one, the most widely celebrated one, but there's also, I shouldn't say that. I would say the most common one, the most popular one is just Monday. Monday is a temporal landmark because your diet will start Monday. On Monday, I'm going to start getting up at 530 and working out. Uh, on Monday, I'm going to start doing this and this and this, blah, blah, blah. And it, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't, but that's a temporal landmark. Other ones are like your birthday, first day of spring, um, a specific birthday years from now, like your 40th birthday, your 50th birthday, your 30th birthday. Um, all these things are temporal landmarks. It's a that's when I'll start kind of date. And it's made, what you're doing is you're going to say, I'm going to make a contrast now between the person I am and the things I do and the person I want to be, more virtuous behavior, the things I want to do, okay? Now with this, this is where I get into what I just talked about. Yes, run towards the positive. Chase the positive. It's always easier, more fulfilling, more fun to run towards something you want. But in this article I was reading during my research, uh, they were talking about the importance of negatives. So here's what they said. There's an example of people who wanted to quit smoking. And they said, these people want to quit smoking. They told us they did. But then what we had them do was write down all the specific negatives that came with smoking and all the things that they didn't like about their habit, their lifestyle, their, their fitness, their health because of smoking. Write those down. Be very specific about them. Then when you set that date, I'm going to start stop smoking on Monday or New Year's or my birthday. When you do make changes away from smoking, you get to then look back on specific negatives and say, oh, that's not as bad anymore, or I don't have that problem anymore. All those things. So you need those negatives to reflect on, to draw more positives on, and draw this thing called the fresh start effect. And that's when you set that temporal landmark and feel like you've left those old habits in the past, and then you start to recognize the new habits and new person you are. And you can almost like play those same two things against each other. Like, this is what I am now or who I am now. And this is what I do compared to that's who I was. And that's what I did. And the greater that gap grows, the longer that fresh start feeling lasts. Because every time you look at it, you're like, wow, I am doing a lot better. I am a new quote unquote, quote unquote, new person. I have made some appreciable changes, right? So these temporal landmarks and the fresh start effect are very, very real. What that means is a couple of good things. What that means is if you didn't set a New Year's resolution because you don't dig it so much because you think it's hokey or it's cheesy or you're just not going to do it, 
maybe you can look at a point in the future that does have meaning to you, a temporal landmark down the line, your birthday, spring, next month, something that's tied to something that you care about, and then start setting your intentions for your actions then. That will carry a much greater weight in your success if you set the terms rather than just chasing the deal, chasing the sale. We saw that a lot in the gym. We get a lot of people um, come to our gym later in the year. We didn't offer a lot of discounts in the gym. It was like a smaller training studio. Um, didn't give a ton of year, year end or New Year's discounts, stuff like that. But we had a lot of people who had joined later in the year and said, yeah, I was I joined this so-and-so gym because it was cheap. They had ran a great, a great sale, a great deal, but I just didn't go. It really didn't mean anything to me. I was buying the deal, and I really didn't have much motivation to go or sign up besides the money I was saving. We saw the greatest number of successful people who just signed up when they were ready, when they decided they want to make a change, who um, really didn't care that much about the cost, weren't looking for a deal. That wasn't a, a deciding factor if they were going to start that journey or not. Um, they kind of joined whenever right and that was that was really cool to see because we knew that the people were sticking around there and coming and making changes because they wanted to not because we gave them 20% off for the first few months or something like that so that was cool but that again you can take this you can take these new year's resolutions and put them in any time any point in your life any point in the year any point never and it'll give you almost more onus on them more um, value and more meaningfulness more meaning to them when you get to set the date around a date that matters or something that matters, right? Uh, so when you are setting these things, I would suggest looking at two things when you start to set your goals or your resolution for whatever day it is, okay? I would suggest considering urgency and accountability as your two as two main factors of what you're going to do. Urgency is pretty much crucial. Without any urgency, you're not going to do anything like if there's no reason to change if there's no nothing riding on it if there's no well so here's the thing there has to be discomfort for urgency if you're comfortable and there's really no threat or no cost to you not changing then there's no urgency because there just isn't that's just part of the equation discomfort is a fantastic motivator for urgency it's a fantastic catalyst for urgency because if it's physical discomfort mental discomfort um, whatever, and those are two big ones, obviously. Emotional discomfort, getting out of that is a great thing for urgency because you know if you continue down the path of that discomfort, it could be catastrophic or severely limiting or just a really not good thing. So that can create urgency. Unfortunately for us, we need like a great deal of urgency to make any changes because day to day we're doing just fine. Struggle here and there physically, struggle here and there mentally, but day to day we're making it through. Yes, it's not perfect, but that's part of the job, blah, blah, blah. All those things you use to cope and kind of self-soothe that aren't really that true sometimes. But the trouble is we have the potential to be in some pretty dire physical and mental situations. And so if you've been exposed um, as like having a physical or mental issue, an emotional issue, if you've been recognizing it more and more, your margin of error shrinks significantly, right? first couple years on the job, you might be able to get away with a lot physically and experience a lot and be okay mentally. But as you start to get kind of deeper in that hole, either more out of shape, more stressed, um, less resilient, you know, maybe a very, very small instance kind of sets you off. And it's obviously the culmination of, you know, 10, 15, 20 years of this stuff happening, but you're 
your margin of error shrinks dramatically. That might be kind of the quiet urgency that you're not recognizing right now that maybe could propel you into change, right? So urgency is great and getting out of discomfort is great. And we also have, like I just said, that looming threat of enormous amount of discomfort that could cause urgency in the moment. So just knowing that, hey, at some point I might have to perform this really, really labor intensive task on the fire ground. That's like a worst case scenario thing. When that moment comes, I don't want to be the weak link and I don't want to be found lacking and I want to be like embarrassed or I don't want to be at fault if it doesn't go well. That can create urgency. Um, same with your knowledge base, right? You might be in charge one day or you might be in charge now and you might feel like, man, I'm lacking. I have a little bit of a gap in my skill set, which is natural, right? For a new officer, new leader, a paramedic in charge, you're always going to have a gap because you might not have all the experience needed to make all the right decisions or recognize all the right circumstances. But that can create some urgency to go seek that outside training or get involved where you can to gain some, um, I don't want to say artificial experience, but at least dip your toe in and understand what you're up against instead of just rolling the dice every time. So discomfort, future discomfort, current discomfort are all great motivators for urgency to pick out a goal, pick out something that you want to work for. The other one is accountability. And that's one we talk about a lot in the fitness world, right? And the old trope is like, oh, you should tell everybody what you're going to do. You should put out social media, say you're going to lose 50 pounds or, or whatever your goal is physically. You should let everybody know so everybody holds you, holds you accountable and then you can't run away from it. I don't see that as, as effective. What I would rather have you do and what I try to do is pick out a very select group of people that I trust, that I can rely on, and that I want to kind of trust with this journey to keep me accountable. Katie is a major player in that one for me, and she is an absolute hammer when it comes to that stuff. She will keep me accountable to the podcast, to the business, to the kids. I mean, it's just brutal the amount of accountability she puts on me that I've asked for, and she actually follows through with it. So thank you. But I would much rather go for quality over quantity in that that circumstance, right? And the benefit of going with a quality individual over a bunch of individuals is that person will probably be more invested in this journey with you, right? And then when you start making changes, you can show them what you've done, right? Like, hey, this means something to someone else too. I I am valuable. I am putting something out there that's meaningful. And they can also reciprocate that and kind of confirm, yeah, this is highly valuable and I'm really proud of you for doing it those quality statements and that quality feedback coming at you, I believe is more important than 300 people on Instagram hitting the like button because they saw a picture or something like that. Right? So that's just my, my opinion on these two things. If you need help determining a goal, right? Consider urgency and accountability, find your pain point and that should propel you towards a thing you want to change. Make sure that pain point has specific negatives that you really don't like now that are modifiable and then document those. And then you get to pick, you get to pick your temporal landmark. Is it your birthday? Is it next week? Is it next month? It should not just be a throwaway one. It shouldn't be like Tuesday because that comes after Monday. And I don't know, I got three hours to figure it out. Think about it, plan it out, you don't have to fall into the New Year's Eve trap. All is not lost if you didn't set a New Year's, Eve, New Year's Eve resolution because as we know, just by looking at the gym stuff, they usually fail, right? Because they're using someone else's urgency and someone else's timeline for their motivation. It's the gym thing, right? The 25% off your gym membership was that motivation you needed to sign up, but it's not the motivation you need to keep going. 
the timeline of New Year's Eve is the motivation of uh, arbitrary deadline, urgent arbitrary deadline, but it has no real bearing on your life and your routine, your schedule. So pick one that means something to you. Pick one that carries a little bit of weight, and then you can go into it with kind of a clear head, right? Here's what I want to do. Here's the negatives I'm getting away from. Try to establish that that fresh start effect and just keep moving. Just keep going. And if you falter, you falter. But I guarantee that if you stick with it for any considerable amount of time, you're going to recognize the differences between that negative stuff you wanted to get away from and the positive things you're driving towards. Good news, even if you quit three months in and you've made those changes, that's your new baseline. Even if you fall back, right? You know you're capable of getting this far. So yeah, you have to get back up to that point, but then that's your new starting point. I know I can get back to that point. You have the confidence knowing Yes, I struggled for three months and I got to this point, but that was way better than these specific negatives at this point way back here. Use that. Use that stuff to help yourself out. Send me a message if you need. I can absolutely I can absolutely be the hammer. Um, but that was just a little talk on New Year's resolutions, kind of a different way to look at it, right? Your New Year's resolution can pretty much be any time you want it to be, and you might have better success at it. Maybe I'll repost this again in March. Maybe it'll be good to remind everybody in March that the arbitrary date of January 1st is not necessarily for you. And that's okay because you can set your own date and have way more success. All right. Okay, guys, I already fell down on my first promise, my first New Year's Eve resolution of mentioning my affiliates and ways you can support the show more. If you just turn off the episode, I don't blame you. If you're still listening, thanks. Uh, check out Rescue One CBD. They're on Instagram, on Facebook. Awesome company, awesome dude behind it. I use the products and I love it. Check out Fourth Frontier Heart Rate Monitor and their X2 monitoring strap. Again, awesome company, awesome people, and I use it and I dig it. If you just want to donate to the show, please feel free to hit the Buy Me a Coffee button. Um, It's on the show page. It's in the episode notes. And it's just $3. Hey, thanks a lot. Um, You aren't too terrible at this kind of thing. So I appreciate that very much if you do that. Thanks a lot again, guys. I appreciate you all lighting this dumpster in 2024. Let's all keep working on being more capable and durable with on the job and away from it and be a four-shift firefighter.